0: If your loved one is at risk of a fall, the Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health can help support their safety in their home with 24-7 emergency monitoring, even when you can't be there. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com slash symphony, or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub. Hello, and good morning on this November 1st. Ten months down, two to go, and then it's 2021. Let's get 2020 behind us, no pun intended hello folks thank you for tuning in and for those of you that are still in bed and you forgot that the clocks got set back it's really an hour earlier than you thought it was I woke up this morning and I thought I woke up at six o'clock in order to get here on time and I went downstairs and I saw the, the the clock on the stove and it was an hour later and I said oh my god what did I do how did that happen I forgot all about it so anyway thank you for tuning in i truly appreciate it weekend week out your loyalty your questions and you being here with me it really makes doing the show such a pleasure for me so i would like to help get you pointed in the right direction remember you get one opportunity to retire i want to make sure that you're prepared for it our phone numbers today as they are every sunday and saturdays 1-800-TALK WGY 1-800-825-5949 one 825 5949 so I hope everybody had a nice Halloween I hope it was a little bit scary for you I know last week the markets were a little scary but we made it through and next week's a new week and it's probably gonna be scary again I'm not sure what to expect to be honest we listen folks I said it yesterday, I'm not sure if you realize it or not, but there's a presidential election on Tuesday, and we're in the middle of a pandemic, and COVID-19 cases are spiking high, 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 and we're in the middle of corporate earnings season, and it's no surprise. The stock market knows all of this just as you and I do. What the stock market doesn't like are unexpected surprises. So the stock market doesn't want a, an election not to be called on Tuesday night. If it goes into Wednesday or a few days or worse yet, a few weeks, that's bad for the stock market. The stock market will not like that. So hopefully we have a clear winner on Tuesday night, whoever that may be. But as long as we have a clear winner, I hope that there's not a sweep. I hope that one party doesn't control, you know, everything. That won't be good for the markets. But if there's check and balance and whoever gets elected president, believe me, the stock market's going to go back and look at the fundamentals of the economy. So far, corporate earnings are good, positive, better than expected we have the jobs report coming out next Friday it'll be interesting October as I said all month long and for weeks now once October hits you're gonna see a lot of businesses small businesses closing airlines laid off tens of thousands of people Disney laid off 28,000 and I mean we're just just scratching the surface there's gonna be a lot of businesses going out of business restaurants shutting down you're going to see um, A whole lot more people, unfortunately, unemployed, which is why we need a stimulus package. That's the one unknown. I can't believe that those elected officials in Washington went home. There's so much work to do. There's are so many people out there that need that stimulus check and it's important for the consumer to feel good about their financial future. It's important for us to get money in the hands of those that don't have money so that they can go out and put food on the table and buy the necessities and spend money. Remember the consumer represents two-thirds of the economy, two-thirds. So the consumer is a very important piece of the picture of, of you know, where where we're at as far as the economy goes. And I know the GDP gross domestic product was released this week and it showed an annualized 33% return, positive 33. Um but remember, second quarter was down 34. Now, I I've done this math with you over and over and over again since the pandemic started since the stock market, remember, the broad stock market index fell 34% back beginning February 19th, ending March 23rd, down 34%. Well, if it comes back 34%, you're not even, folks. You're not squared up. The market had to come back about 51, 52% in order to be where it was before it fell. That's um, you know, just simple math. So the economy has, has a ways to go, but it's nice to see. That's a positive sign. It's It's nice to see. So we'll see what happens. And as I said, the week for the week, the S&P 500 index, you know, all the indexes were down. The Dow Jones down 6.5%. The S&P um, index was down about 5.6%. Russell 2000 down 6.22%. That's mid-cap, small-cap index. You have NASDAQ composite index down 55 and the NASDAQ 100 composite for the most part, was down just about the same. Year-to-date, the S&P, up 1.2. Add in the dividend, we're probably looking at 2.2, 2.5%. NASDAQ composite index, year-to-date, up almost 22%. The NASDAQ 100, those are the 100 largest companies, up 27%. The Dow, down, 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 7%. In the Russell 2000, down 8%. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Let's start off the morning with Dave in Utica. Hello, Dave. Hello,
1: Steve. Good morning to you. Happy Good fall. morning. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, a follow-up question to the s and P. I I know there's the S&P Index, S&P Growth, and S&P Value. Which do you prefer to be invested in?
0: Well, I think for most investors, Dave, being invested in the S&P gives you a blend of both growth and value. And I keep saying it's the S&P measures the broad stock market index. Those 505 companies represent about 80 85% of all the stocks that trade on all the exchanges, all the different exchanges. There's thousands of them. So you can buy that one holding the S&P 500 index and represent about 80, 85%. We actually use the broad stock market index, which accounts for mid-cap and small-cap as well. So we're really getting the broad representation of the market. But you get a blend of both value and growth. For the last several years, growth has outperformed value. Basically, growth is where you buy a stock. It's trading at a... Um, premium to the price earnings ratio a lot of technology companies are considered growth companies biotechnology these are companies that have grown fast and you're paying a premium for them value companies are like industrials and financials they're trading under the pe ratio and value has been lagging for a long time we just bought into financials a couple of weeks ago thinking that you know this sector should hopefully turn around and we want to make some money for our clients we also added more to technology so we're kind of balancing out the barbell i guess if you look at it but we like technology and we bought it because apple at the time was down 24 percent as i sit here today apple is down 22 percent and we like apple apple's a great company if you're going to own an individual stock if you have a little play account you know apple i think being 22 percent from its high probably not a bad long-term holding anyway dave great question stay safe stay healthy out there in utica and i appreciate you calling in 1-800-talk-wgy 1-800-825-5949 1-800-825-5949 so it was a it was an ugly week folks you know you had jobless claims on Thursday released, and they were low. You know, one of the lowest numbers since covid that was that was positive. You had GDP growing at an annual rate of thirty three percent. That's a positive. Personal income grew by nine-tenths of a percent in September as employers raised. Wages, that's a positive. Personal spending rose 1.4%. That's a positive. You had the University of Michigan sentiment index and the Chicago Purchasing Managers Index, both topped expectations. That's a positive. So there's there, there's some positives there. You had some corporate earnings that came out, some great companies, Microsoft, Apple, Twitter. All got hit this week. We got about 60% of all the companies in the S&P that reported earnings and about 81% have, have beaten. So that's really good news. Once again, that's a positive over, you know, year over year earnings are down about 12 and a half percent but that's better than expected remember what wall street doesn't like folks is unexpected surprises so this is a positive surprise so there's a lot of good reason to think about why you should be investing in stocks. I don't care how young or old you are. And the younger you are, you probably should have more money invested in stocks than bonds, cash or alternatives. And as you mature through life, as you retire, maybe you don't want to be swinging for the fences. Maybe you want to have some bonds in there. Bonds are supposed to soften the you know, volatility. It doesn't mean that bonds can't lose money folks bonds can lose money just like stocks just like gold just like real estate bonds can lose money and when you look at the 10-year interest rate right now at 0.85 percent if you buy a u.s treasury note yielding eight point i'm sorry 0.85 percent your real rate of return your real rate of return is when you take inflation less your interest are you positive or negative. Well, if inflation is 2% and you're getting 0.85%, you're losing. Your real return is negative 1.15%. We don't like that. We think that's not a good place to be. A lot of our bond holdings are are doing well. Our our yields are 1.22%, 1.34%, 1.97%, and 0.35%. But our year-to-date returns respectively, 6.35%, 6.21%, 2.64%, and 4.31%. Our bond holdings are actually up year-to-date, even with the pathetic yields. Fixed income is a hard place to invest right now because you just don't know what to expect. And if you're getting more than 0.85%, you're taking on risk because the US 10-year Treasury note's probably one of the safest bond investments you can buy and it's a good proxy so if you're getting paid more than 0.85% you're taking on risk you need to look into why you're taking on risk so our clients you know we're this week will probably be using up the rest of the cash we have we used up most of it a couple weeks ago and the broad stock market index and Nasdaq are down somewhere between let's say and a half to nine and a half percent depending on which index you look at so that's almost an official correction as I said apples down 22 percent that's in bear market territory from the all-time high and when you when you look at some of these holdings coming down these are opportunities look at volatility folks as an opportunity don't look at volatility as something scary like Halloween Halloween's behind us it ended last night at midnight um, so I hope you had a great great Halloween Uh, it was a little chilly out there but hopefully you had a good Halloween that's what you want to be scared about don't be scared about volatility comes with investing and a good investor will weather it. a good investor won't look at their portfolio I know I have a client listening who looks at her portfolio every day and I tell her don't do that don't 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 I almost have to put parental controls on some of our clients TVs and Where they can't watch some of the financial porn stations where they just want to in 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 grace you with bad news bad news bad news how many breaking news stories can there be folks every 10 seconds there's breaking news really come on that's fear they're selling fear when it comes to stocks you can't get caught up in that if you have a good portfolio long term you'll be fine 100% of my my family's money is invested just like our clients I wouldn't have it any other way the only difference is not all clients are as aggressive as I am I'm a hundred percent in the stock market I've looked at my portfolio twice this year twice that's it swear to God twice I don't look I don't care I don't need my money this year so I'll let everything weather out I'll take advantage of when we make trades for clients and we we raise cash or we put that cash to work like we're doing now. And as I said, with the volatility, you know, COVID, presidential election, you know, st- lack of stimulus. I don't want to say stimulus because right now it's a lack of stimulus. The market's getting um, beaten up, it's taking a, a baby step backwards. So we're probably going to put the rest of our cash to work this week. We'll see what happens on election night. 1 800 Talk. WGY one 5949 Zach, let me take a fifteen-second break to wet my whistle. Stay with me, folks. Man, oh man, you got me moving, Zach, in my chair. Little jazzy music, folks thank you for letting me wet my whistle i was at starbucks bright and early for a nice dark roast coffee get me going so i can be here bright eyed and bushy tail as they say i want to help you with any questions you have any questions whatsoever believe me folks there's somebody listening that will be thankful you ask the question that you ask 1-800-talk-wgy that's 1-800-825-5949 um, any questions any questions whatsoever, give give me a call. I, um, I I can't encourage you enough to to call so I get you pointed in the right direction. You may not like my answer, but it'll be from my heart, my professional knowledge, it, I, I promise you. As a fiduciary, I call it like it is. And you may not like your financial advisor when I get done with my um, answer to your question. And that's good to know as well. Maybe you need to fire them tomorrow. When, when, when you realize they've been pulling the wool over your eyes. One eight hundred eight two five five nine four nine. We have Steve in scaticoke Hello, Steve.
1: Hey, how you doing? Hey, uh, just um, uh, a quick question. I don't know, but um, what what do you know about the global reset?
0: So, what do you mean, like a global economy um taking a breather?
1: No, no. What it is is uh, back in January, the Davos group. Uh, a bunch of bunch of wealthy people including gates and a lot of the the, the big tech they basically got together and said hey we're take, we're taking the world economy down and by 2021 we're basically going to reset this thing so we start everybody back up on a world um uh, basically digital currency take us all yeah. off uh regular currency uh, but in order to do that They need to drop everything like a rock.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, as they would say, there's an urgent need for global stakeholders to cooperate in simultaneously managing the direct consequences of the COVID-19 crisis to improve the state of the Mm -hmm. world. The World Economic Forum is starting the Great Reset Initiative. So. You know, this COVID-19 is something to be dealt with. I said yesterday, and I actually upset somebody, because I, I, all of a sudden, this is one of those election years where you can't say anything. If you're a Democrat or a Republican, and you're sitting with a friend, a family member, a co-worker, or a stranger, if you're on both sides of, of that you know, aisle, if, if there's one Democrat and one Republican. I'm telling you, there's no friendly conversations. More than likely, you're going fisticuffs, face to face, nose to nose. There's going to be some blood because this is one of those election years where nobody can state their opinion. I always say that I love to listen because when I listen, I learn. I love to hear the other side of the story. I know Marty and Ryan in my office, you know, we're, for the most part, at the executive committee and you know just because i've been doing this 33 years and you know they're coming up through the ranks and, and and they're great they they are wonderful i have a lot of experience and i share that experience but i also love listening in return because they are smart i i surround myself by very smart people and i love to hear hear their ideas and what they think and at the end of the day you know a lot of times we we change our minds but when it comes to politics you can't do that and I said yesterday my head spins and I had a caller call in thinking that I was promoting Biden and Harris and I wasn't I'm just saying you know I have four friends that have COVID three have been in the hospital one's in the hospital right now one was in their mid 30s the other three are in their 50s and they all this was the worst illness they've ever had. So when I hear somebody say it's no worse than a cold, I say, stop, please stop. There's 230,000 families that have lost a loved one. There's 9 million people that have been sickened by this COVID. And that's just in this great country of ours. So. For for a reset, you know, there's. Believe me, depending on how 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 bad this gets, the positive of the second wave, and I do think we're we're in the beginning of a second wave of the COVID nineteen. The positive, Steve, is that we know how to deal with it. We're doing more testing, and that could be one of the reasons why some of the numbers are up. Yeah. The hospitals know yeah, but... how to deal with it.
1: I'm muted. But but destroying the middle class isn't the answer. And that's oh, absolutely not. What
0: well, listen, I'm not going to talk politics. What I'm saying is, and this is why it's so important for Washington to get those stimulus checks in the hands of the people in need. And a lot of these people are lower paid workers that, that are the, I call them the, the worker bees of, of the economy. And they're laid off or furloughed. They're not getting money. But just feeding people money to-
1: isn't the answer either.
0: No,
2: we we can't shut down the way we did. We we can't do it again. Listen,
0: I don't want to talk politics with you, Steve. I appreciate your, your thoughts. I'm not saying shutting down the economy. I don't think that's the right thing to do either. But if we need to be careful, God darn it, if we need to wear a mask in order not to sicken people or get sick ourselves, then God darn it, we need to do that. I'm not saying we should lock down the economy. I said we learned a lot from the first go around. But you look at other countries around the world, It's bad, Steve, it's really bad. The question is, will our country be bad again? Will it be worse than it was? We don't know, but we, you, myself, and everybody listening, we need to be responsible about this COVID-19. I don't wanna hear anybody say it's nothing. It is something, and that's what I'm saying. If you're a Republican or a Democrat, you can't have a difference of opinion because you're gonna be in fisticuffs. I, I, I don't understand it. Hey, Steve, listen, thank you for sharing your thoughts. Um, I'm not saying we should go into a total lockdown. I'm just saying we need to be careful. We need to be responsible. Steve, thank you for calling. I truly appreciate it. 1-800-825-5949. We have Ross, or I'm sorry, Ross in Colony. Hello, Ross. Hey,
2: good morning, Steve. Thanks for taking my you're,
0: call. You're not um, mad at me, you are you? I was a
3: few minutes ago about the- about the bond market. And uh, I'm looking at taking a small bond position out of my portfolio uh, invested in the, the long-term end of the yield curve. And instead of moving to short-term, I'm thinking about maybe moving into uh, a dividend uh, ETFs like uh, DVY or PEY to try oh, to get uh, some potential uh,
2: mid-cap, uh, value exposure because i'm you know pretty ross heavily, ross i gotta i gotta uh, ask you to hold hold your thought
0: we need to take a break for the news on the other side of the news because you have a great question on the other side of the news i want to talk to you more 1-800-talk-wgy one eight hundred eight two five five nine four nine. folks stay with me it'll be a quick news break i'll see you on the other side two quick minutes Hello, and welcome back. It's been more than a year since the pandemic turned healthcare upside down. I'm Jody Lesh. Join me for Ahead in Health, where we explore the questions that matter most about the future of healthcare. Listen to Ahead in Health wherever you get your
2: podcasts. This message is sponsored by Amazon.
0: I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. laughs. COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Thank you for hanging in, folks. I truly appreciate you tuning in every Saturday and Sunday, especially on Sunday mornings, getting you out of bed bright and early. If you have any questions, 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949, one 825 5949 Folks, my views are not political in nature, but when it comes to health, I take it very seriously. So don't think that I'm from one party or the other. I'm a blank, and I still don't know who I'm voting for. So don't, don't take my views as anything other than um, being careful about this. COVID-19 which I take very seriously so please don't be upset with me 1-800-825-5949 Ross are you still there I am perfect so we um as I said when it comes to the the why anybody would buy a 10-year U.S. Treasury note yielding 0.85 percent? I'll start with that because that is what we consider guaranteed money. And it's as safe of a place to go in the world as, as as you can go. It doesn't make sense to me. A year from now, it could be 1.85. Maybe it'll be 2.85 two years from now. I don't know. But 0.85 is not anywhere to go. So we we have diversified our Fixed income allocation to some bond. David Rath in my office has done a great job. He's our portfolio strategist, picking out some fixed income holdings where our year-to-date returns are pretty impressive. But we're probably going to be adding some alternatives to that mix and underweighting bonds. Every client knows that if we have a growth in income strategy, 60% is stocks, 40% is bonds alternative assets and cash. Alternative assets could be real estate investment trusts. It could be preferred stock. It could be master limited partners. Um, You get the idea. It could be gold commodities. So we're, we're going to be changing some things. But we love dividend paying ETFs. Now, the one you brought up, is PEY and basically that's the Invesco High Yield Dividend Achievers and it sounds good on the surface it's got a distribution yield right now of 4.8% and the internal management fee is point five two percent and basically it's you know the 50 highest yielding firms above two million dollars in market cap so um, you're getting some good-sized companies but the number one sector is financials 25% is financials 22% is made up of utilities and Year to date, you're down 20% in that. Now, I'm going to share with you our dividend holding. We use the Vanguard Dividend Appreciation Fund. We're only getting 1.76% distribution yield. The internal management fees are only 0.06%, and this focuses on dividend growth. So. For the past 10 years, each company has to increase their dividend payments for 10 years. And when you look at the makeup of this, the number one sector is consumer cyclicals. Number two is technology. Number three is industrials. You got 20%, 18%, 16% respectively. Financials are only 5%. Utilities are only 5%. And this fund year-to-date is almost just up a smidgen, but it's not down 20%. So you have to be real careful when you choose a dividend-paying ETF of what is in it and what areas of the sectors you want to be in now if financials come back pey could make up some of that 20 percent. but that's why you're down as much as you are financials and utilities make up most of it ross that was a great question thank you stay safe stay healthy let's go back to the phone lines we have topper hello topper
2: hello can you hear me
0: i can hear you
2: all right, I have a little bit of a bad connection. I'm going to pull over here. I'm on my way home from work. Nice to talk to you. I'm a long-time, decades-long listener and uh, first-time caller. Well, what made, what took
0: you so long to call?
2: Ah, <laughs> you know, I work nights, so I don't often get a chance. But on Sundays, I, I do get to listen to you on the way home. My question what can- uh, is, is around blockchain technology. I, I see a lot of companies, you know, like Amazon, big companies investing millions of dollars in this technology. Is there, do you have any information on, on like, you know, are there companies out there that you recommend or do you have any insight as to, you know, I, I realize it's new, but I'd like to get your thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, basically, blockchain, there, there's some funds out there that, that you can buy. And that's the way we would recommend, if you want to get into this, um, that, that, that you, you buy a basket of, of chains. and You know, blockchain, basically complex blocks of, whether it be digital information, um, used a lot in banking, investing, um, cryptocurrency, and other sectors. Blockchain is relatively new um Topper. so there's there's you know this is going to be a speculative holding and when you when you invest in it what you want to do is you want to you want to you know be real careful you don't want to be swinging for the fences with this one one of the etfs out there is real reality shares nasdaq next gen economy the symbol is b is in boucher l is in love C is in Charlie, N is in Nancy, and that's one ETF. Um, there's another amplified Transformational Data Sharing, and that symbol is real easy, block with a K, B-L-O-K. Um, but as I said, be careful, um, Topper. Um, this is gonna be a speculative holding. You don't know what these, these companies are going to do and play with it. You know, I said yesterday, I have a client that, that has a separate account and he plays with it we call it his sandbox account and he can lose all that money it's okay Okay. because we're managing the core so that's kind of what you're asking about and hopefully it helps you but as I said I wouldn't be skiing in on any one company I would I would buy an ETF that has a basket of those companies
2: Excellent, Steve. I really appreciate all you do. Uh, You have great advice, and uh, I'll be listening to you going forward. Thank you very much.
0: Topper, thank you very much for calling in. 1-800-TALK-WGY. We have Michael in Columbia County. Oops, I guess Michael dropped, huh, Zach? Michael dropped. Michael call back 1-800-825-5949 1-800 825 5949 -5949. so my son Ryan did a great great letter to our clients yesterday Um, you know basically you know revolving around the two big things that people are worried about we you know we don't get a lot of nervous clients but lately we, we, we have a lot of questions coming in you know the election and COVID how can how can it not? Right. You see how passionate both are and the emotions are running high. The country is completely polarized. Family, friends, co-workers can't have respectful conversations if one's a Democrat, one's a Republican. So let me let me share with you what what ryan and and ryan's very studious about all of this um he's really he's 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 so so smart on this stuff not because he's my son but he, he really is um you know the direct result of trump versus biden will have less impact over the market and when you think we have had presidential elections and these are ryan's words not mine every four years and never once Has it changed the long-term stock market trajectory? We don't see next week's outcome of Biden versus Trump as being any different. We will be focusing on what can impact the market following the election. And Ryan lays it out pretty well for our clients. Fed stimulus, employment numbers, continued efforts to fight back COVID. these issues will be the most important as we head into 2021 the election results may play a role in this however to predict the string this string of outcomes now would be impossible to do and he's right as always you know give us a call the you know we communicate with our clients often folks as a fiduciary believe me our clients put their trust in our ability to manage their wealth and we we do our best we go out of our way that's why I have 12 professionals 12 I continue to invest not only in technology to help us service our clients better but I continue to invest in my team and I have 12 professionals on my team and every one of them plays an important role in our firm and we go out of our way to make sure we keep our clients you know, up to date with everything. Back during the beginning of COVID, we were we were reaching out to our clients every week, every other week at the very most. And, you know, with the election, because we have so many clients asking questions, Ryan, you know, put this letter out yesterday and kind of hopefully put their minds at ease or on Friday, I should say. COVID, you know, that's going to have uh, 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 probably a bigger impact as we close out this year and head into twenty twenty one. You know, as I as I shared with Steve from Scattercoke on the first half of the hour. You know, we have the timing of the Fed stimulus and it'll be critical. And and believe me, should we be putting money in people's hands for, for them to go out and buy, you know, flat screen TVs? Absolutely not. I'm not in favor of that. I'm also not in favor of paying people more to sit at home on their butts watching those flat tv screens i would rather you know have people have an incentive to go out there and look for work find a job but there are people that need money and i'm sensitive to this people that aren't able to take care of their families and we need stimulus for those people so the timing of this fed stimulus will be critical the growth rate of COVID cases is a concern for us to fully open the economy just look at what's going on in some cities around the country and as the COVID cases spike you know there's there's some some cities and probably you're going to see states soon that that may change their tune on just how wide open is the economy heck new york just opened up movie theaters a week or two ago i mean they've been dark for for um months Eight months to be exact. And they're just opening up. Remember, you know, how how important is a the movie theater? I, listen, I go to the movies a lot whether it be Spectrum in Albany or the Bowtie Theater in Saratoga. I wish there was one in Troy, but a handful of citizens beat that up pretty good. They said movies were going out of business. Well, movies aren't going out of style, folks. Um, people love to go to a movie theater. I love to go to a movie theater. It's two hours of complete relaxation for me. No phone, no interruptions, no computer. I That's my release. That's where I get away. And I run into people all the time on the streets of Saratoga that go to a movie, they they grab a bite to eat before or after, they shop, they walk around town. You think of the malls and all the movie theaters and the trickle-down effect, whether people are doing the same thing, maybe grabbing a hamburger and a milkshake or shopping. Um, you know, it's good for the economy. So something as simple as a movie theater is is, is important so we'll see what happens with the economy and I'm not talking politics folks I'm talking health us staying healthy we don't want to see anybody get sickened by this anymore than, than um not and we don't want to see anybody else die because of this you know 230,000 deaths is measurable And 9 million people being sickened by it is measurable. What I worry about are all those people that that are depressed, living in isolation, the mental illness, the excess drinking, the drug use, the divorces because of the COVID-19 time capsule, and we're all sick of it. We're sick of wearing a mask, but we wear a mask to be safe, to protect not only ourselves, but others because you don't know if you might be positive for COVID. You just don't know. So these are all responsible things to do, and we'll see how it affects the economy. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Will there be a vaccine soon? Supposedly, there will be, and let's see what it looks like. Let's see if it's safe. That's going to be a real game changer, and the employment trends Will be crucial moving forward. If we have a lot of businesses closing up over the winter because of lack of business, it's um, it's not good. So there's a lot to be thinking about, you know, between the election and COVID. These are the two things that that come to mind. And this is, you know, actually, I may have Ryan put it on our blog tomorrow. Um, so you know, come back to our website boucher dot com and and I'll see if Brian can put this up on on the blog because this is good information one eight hundred talk WGY one eight hundred eight two five five nine four nine Let's go to Stu in Latham. Hello, Stu.
3: Uh, yeah, hi Steve. Um, here's my question. Um, in particular, well, it's true of all tech, but let's talk about for a minute the Fang stocks. The uh, facebook amazon uh netflix uh Google all these are you know obviously they're excellent companies. there's no question about that but and, and uh, they've some of them most of them three of them out of the four anyway have come down you know significantly you mentioned that earlier, twenty percent or so from their highs but nevertheless, i mean I'm looking at their p e s and their p es uh, some of them are, i mean even apple is about thirty uh you know, Amazon is somewhere around 100 I mean, so even though they've come down, I mean, uh, it, I don't know. I mean, you know, they're pretty darn expensive even now. So what are your thoughts on that?
0: I love them all. <laughs> Stu, I love them. I love Apple. <laughs> and Apple a day keeps the doctor away. Um, you know, I, I've been saying for a long time I love Apple because Apple's a One of the best-run companies has one of the best followers from a consumer standpoint. They are so loyal. I'm going home today. I got my wife a new, you know, usually I, I give her, you know, a new iPad. Whenever the new one comes out, I'll buy one for myself, and then I'll give her my old one, and i kind of wrap it up in the same box because she doesn't really know. And I say, hey, honey, I got you a new iPad. But this time I got myself an iPad a few months ago thinking there was a newer one coming out and there wasn't. So I got her the new iPad Air. I got a new Apple Watch. And I got a new iPhone. So I'm one of those you know some people would call me a sucker for for buying into this but I love technology technology has allowed us listen I I was able to lower our management fee years ago because of technology because I was able to do more with less and I got 12 phenomenal professionals around me that use technology working remotely taking care of our clients like like you know without skipping a beat and it's a testament to the investment we've made in technology so when you think of some of these companies, you know, if, if, is and, and, and folks, I did check it out. Ryan already put it up on our blog, Boucher.com, and go to Insights and Perspectives. You'll love the white paper he did on the election and COVID. So go there and check it out. But if Ryan's right and this COVID does come and pop up and slow down the economy, do you think we're going to be walking into a um a, a store? No, you're going to be using Amazon more you're gonna be sitting home watching more Netflix you're going to be using the technology of Microsoft Apple um, and, and, and Facebook and Google so these fame stocks you know Nasdaq today is not the same Nasdaq that we saw at the turn of the century a lot of those companies went away they're never to come back they disappeared and you're always going to pay a premium these are what we consider growth stocks you're right um these the pe ratios are are more stew but we um you know our number these holdings even though we invest in etfs the exchange traded funds we invest on behalf of our clients all own stocks so our stock ones anyway and these are the top holdings in our clients portfolio I can show a client exactly how much Apple they own how much Netflix they own without buying the individual stock but these companies are here to stay and you know they got frothy but there's, there's still, I think, still room for, for these companies to grow because of the businesses they're in going in and through the winter. So I'm not afraid of these stocks. I'm not afraid that, you know, Apple's off 22% from its high. As I said, anybody who always wanted to buy Apple, the best way of buying it is this um, ETF that, that we buy, VGT. And as I said, it's Vanguard Information Technology. We're getting about a 1% dividend yield, believe it or not. And the number one holding in there is Apple, 22%, Microsoft, 16%, Nvidia, 4%, Visa, 4%, MasterCard, 3%, Salesforce two and a half percent, PayPal, two and a half percent. These are all companies that will do well through the winter with COVID-19. I'm kind of getting used to curbside pickup as well. I would rather call one of my local independently run stores and I love pulling up and I did it the other day. I went to Saratoga Oil, I had a gift that I wanted to bring somebody and I did curbside. I sat outside, they ran it out to my car it's where you know I, I kind of like being pampered. Anyway, Stu, don't be afraid of these companies. Long term, Well, good uh, I, I, uh, I'm not afraid of the
3: companies. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking. I'm afraid of the PEs, so to speak.
0: No, but you're saying the same thing. Don't be. They're always trading at. uh, uh you know, these are growth stocks, and you know, they're always going to be trading at a um, at, at a at a premium. And, you know, when you go back to when when this Great Recession ended, you know, March 9th of um, 2009, you know, the number one performer was QQQ, which are the 100 largest companies in NASDAQ, up 900% number two performer is RYT another holding that we have which is the equal weight technology and number three um, is is um, the, the the big equal weight broad stock market index so these FANG stocks make up a big part of it I think the top five companies represented almost 25% of the S&P recently um, But you're always going to pay a higher P.E. ratio. The question is, how high can it go? How much more room? And we think there's room for these companies to grow because of the COVID scare over the winter. And just look at Europe and what's going on with some of these countries. Complete lockdown. I forget what country yesterday went in. I think it was um, England, England. England went into a complete lockdown. We don't know what to expect, and I'm not talking politics. I don't know why I have to disclose that because so many people get so upset with me when I talk about COVID. Um, to me, COVID isn't about politics. COVID is about staying safe and healthy and, and protecting my family, both my personal family and my work family, which I try to do. But, yeah, you're always going to pay a higher P.E. ratio. Don't don't let that get to you, okay? Okay. Thanks, Steve. Hey, Stu be well my friend stay safe stay healthy enjoy this sunday november 1st november 1st how did that happen november 1st two more months folks 2021 this year i'm not doing it i am not i am not going to say happy new year because i i i've already apologized i said it last december 31st happy new year who'd ever think we'd have a year like we had in 2020 i'm sorry for saying happy new year i'm not doing it this December 31st. I'm not saying Happy New Year to anybody. I guess just like we don't look anybody in the eye anymore, we don't shake hands, we don't hug, we don't kiss. We're being very careful with COVID, but I'm not saying Happy New Year. Folks, come back next Saturday, come back next Sunday. Go to our website, boucher.com. As I said, Ryan did a great white paper on the election and COVID. Boucher.com, and then go to the insights perspective area, and you'll see um exactly what ryan his thoughts and he really laid it out pretty good in a good way we sent it to our clients on friday but we're sharing it with you the listening audience it's up on our blog boucher.com in the meantime have a great week and don't get scared the election is tuesday it'll be over soon enough bye folks thank you for listening
2: (laughs) this friday Critics are calling
0: A Quiet
3: Place Part 2 sensational. This is the experience theaters were made for.
2: A Quiet Place Part 2 only in theaters rated PG-13.